This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Burke. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. We're still talking about wisdom. Amen. Wisdom is wisdom is a good thing. Yes, yes. We're in a series on wisdom, and it's really important because I know a lot of people think that they just automatically that God's automatically directing their steps. And to a certain point, that is true. But when we have to have an answer in a particular decision that we need to make, or or just an area, a path we need to take, we need to seek God to find out what He's telling us to do. And and you know, it's important that you don't compare yourselves one to another because God may, you know, there may be a certain, another person who has the same situation as you, but God may tell that person to do something totally different. So it's really important, right? So it's really important that we just have our own avenue to God and, and open you, up to him. You and- just can't say, yeah, yeah, I got the wisdom. I prayed God's doing this or doing that. Right. You you need to operate in that and seek the Lord as, in right. terms of what he's telling you to do with it. It's not automatic. Right. Yeah, the wisdom's automatic, but you're not you're doing it or not doing it is not automatic. It's right. an act of your will to be obedient. Right? right. If That's you're right. willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. That's right. So you got to be willing to hear from the Holy Spirit and then be obedient to what the Spirit's telling you. And every time in my life when I, I believe the Spirit's telling me one thing, but I am te- feel another way about it, or I don't know that that, I, I, you know, you sort of ignore it. Yeah. Every time, it did not go well. Every single time. So, um, you know, and God God is good. He pulls it out in the end and keeps you going, but you you don't have what his best Right, right. And and sometimes we do it on purpose. We just don't want to hear. Other times we don't want to wait. And uh, other times we just don't know. And, you know, God has your back if you don't know, because you know what? He's looking at your heart. He really is. I mean, I had a, I sent an email this morning and I, you know, you would think that this was a major thing, decision that I had to make for the country. And but I was spending so much time asking the Lord if I should send this or not. And, uh, you know, talk to Al about it and everything. And, and, you know, we, we, I didn't feel anything to stop me, but we'll see. I haven't heard anything back yet. Uh, but, but the point is I'm, I'm overly cautious about that stuff. And so is Al because I want to get it right. But you see, even if it was a mess up and even if I shouldn't have sent it and I heard wrong or whatever it might be, God's got my back because he knows my heart. And he knows Al's heart. And if he knows that you truly want to do what he wants you to do, and you truly want to live his wisdom in your life, then he's going to, he understands that. It's okay. He's got your back and he'll fix it. Yeah. If you're really wanting that and you're willing, he's actually obligated to show you by, from the scripture, like, as you said, you know, wisdom's right here. He's obligated. When your heart's right before God, it makes it, you may not be doing it right, but yeah. when your heart is right before God, it's easy to get the wisdom from God. Yeah. Do, do you see what I mean? And, and God can work with that realm. But when your heart is like, no, I'm not um, doing this. Oops. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, the one thing God has to, 
The one thing you have to learn in the whole of Christianity is humility. And learning humility is no fun. But you're going to need humility. God wants to pour the wisdom on you, but you're going to, and you need to get humility as part of wisdom to operate. Because if you're not going to operate in humility, it limits what he can do with you. Because, you know, we'll do, we'll learn scriptures, we'll go to church, we'll tithe, we'll do everything. We'll recite the Bible, but we don't want to learn humility. We want to keep our pride. And the pride is what gets in the way. Mm-hmm. It's hard to hear from, it's hard to hear from the Holy Spirit to get wisdom when you're prideful and you already know how yeah. to do this. We have a book bundle package just for you. The first book is God's Not Mad at You. And Al, you're really, really you know, strong on this one, aren't when you? When you get a revelation that God's not mad at you, in fact, he thinks you're the greatest, he's well pleased with you at all times, it frees you to be what God has called you to be in this life. And you can be a servant of the Most High God and be a blessing to others all around you. This is an important book and it's part of this great bundle. Absolutely. The second one we have is No More Regret, No More Fear. God told me a lot long time ago that my children live in the regrets of the past and the what ifs of the future. You know what? And in light of how much God loves me, there's no time to have regret. That's right. God is just, he's just moving on. That's exactly right. We shouldn't look back and we shouldn't fear the future. I'm not looking back. I'm just looking ahead for the good things that God has for me. That's right. And the last one is get rid of that anxiety with God right by your side. You do not have to fight anxiety by yourself, right? No, this is a great book and there's a lot of great information in here. It's just freeing. And you'll just walk in peace. Yeah, and you'll this. learn and you'll learn to be free from it rather than just coping with anxiety. Right. There's no coping with God. You're free. And that's the way he made us through Jesus. Yes, and these go hand in hand. So please go to VictoryLifeMinistries.org and get your bundle today. So so far we talked about godly wisdom versus earthly wisdom mm-hmm. or natural wisdom, the wisdom that comes from your own thinking, your own soul that's separate from God. Now, you might be in agreement with the with your spirit, and that's great, and then, you, then that would be godly wisdom. But we talked about the difference between godly wisdom and earthly wisdom. We talked about how wisdom is the principal thing. That's what the scripture says. It is the number one thing you need to live a life of victory and to fulfill God's plan for you. Because we can't fulfill that plan, which is all he has on his mind, that you tap into the plan he has for you and fulfill it. Which is best for you. Absolutely. And for others. And for others. It's all about everything God's trying to do in your life is so you could be blessed. It doesn't seem like it many times. And many times it's just like, no, but God's plan is ultimately for your good. Right. Uh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And then we talked about WWJD. What would Jesus do? And in, in, in the midst of any temptation, any situation, any decision you have to make, a lot of times if we just stopped and say, what would Jesus do? Even if you're about to turn on a, a, a movie that, that has the wrong things in it or whatever, anti-God or whatever. There's a lot of them out there. Okay. If you were to ask yourself, what would Jesus do? I mean, I bet you wouldn't turn on the movie. I mean, I'm just saying, listen, I know a lot of good Christians. They're going to heaven. They understand God. They're baptized in the Holy Spirit. They speak in tongues and they watch anything they want. 
Yeah. And, and you, you really, know, you really can't. Yeah. You know, know, you you can in terms of it's you're going to still go to heaven, right. but it's going to affect your spirit, man, you, or your soul. Right. You know, I was watching this TV show, <clears throat> and this uh, it was about the monarchy in England, and um, <laughs> they had brought a TV into the uh, castle oh, for yes. the first time ever. Yes. And she was old and, you know, came from way back. And and they were turning the channels to the different shows. And it was all debauchery. What's on TV, for the most part, is awful. I remember my daughter said to me, oh, my God, I put on this TV land, these old shows that we watched. She said, they're so nice and so good compared yes. to this trash. Yes. Just, I was thinking of that. I don't want to name any shows, but some of these TV shows were so awful. Anyway, in the thing, they were she was changing the channels, yeah. and it was just junk and junk. Yes. And then she turned on to a gospel show, and she went, oh, and she sat and listened to it. Right. And it seemed so boring to everything else. Like right. the young right. people around her were like, oh, my God, this is so boring. But she didn't see it that way. Right. And this, all that, you know. What would Jesus do? He would use wisdom and not let that stuff get into his soul. Right. Because it's getting in there. Right. This kind of thinking of, well, I don't have to do that. Right. You know, and that's the devil's been using TV for years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't mean everything that's on there is bad, but most of it is nowadays. Yeah. Well, today, Al, we're going to talk about seek and you will find. Okay, good. I mean, that's a promise, right? So ask yourself this question. How much do I want the wisdom of God? I mean, I, I really want you to ask yourself, do I want it enough to seek it and to wait for it? Do I want it enough to seek it? Why, why can't we? You know, we really need to ask ourselves questions rather than just asking other people questions and putting them on the spot and making it focus on them. You need to take this personally. You need to say, do I want God's wisdom? Do I really want, you know what? A lot of people would probably say, no, nah, not really. No, I know they do. You're, you're dead right. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what they want? They just want God to do, like, answer all the last prayers they prayed right, and right. move on. They don't want to learn. They really don't want to learn. And they don't want to take the time to learn how God lives and operates. You know, every mm -hmm. morning when I get up, I pray, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me revelation and knowledge and wisdom Amen. and understanding yes. that I might know you better. They don't want to know him better. They just want what they want. And I've seen it because we like here here at this TV show, we pretty much all of what we do here is offering to people how do we then live? Now that I'm born again and saved and baptized in the spirit, how do I live? And we're trying to give you wisdom on how to live the Christian life so you can prosper in this life and you can get things to work for you. And we're trying to give you wisdom or show you God has wisdom for you. And most people are really not interested. They just want something prophetic. Yeah. And prophecy is fine. I'm not against that. No, not, I know. Uh, it, Go ahead. But rather than getting something, just, just, I need a word. I need a word. Give me a word. You don't need a word. You've got the Bible. Go read it, learn it, and study it, and go do yeah. what it says. Yeah. They don't want that. 
You know Donna Rigney. She's oh, yeah. a very, very good friend of ours. You can find her. Just go to DonnaRigney.org. And God has been taking her to heaven since she was seven years old. And she's just a wonderful friend of ours, her and her husband. And we love them dearly. And she wrote a book called The Glory of God Revealed on page 121. I'm going to read you what it says about the wisdom of God. And what I like about Donna is just... Um, the Lord speaks to her. I mean, even if she's just in her prayer closet, which she spends most of the day praying, <laughs> and he speaks to her and he tells her things that that she brings back to us Christians that we can actually learn from and, and, and have a better life here. So it's very helpful, the things that she hears. And this is what God told her. Wisdom is the greatest gift I give my children. And so few ask for it. Oh, I ask for it every day. <laughs> You're few. I do. So few ask for it or seek it. Now, remember, we're talking about seek and you will find. Okay. Wisdom knows my will. That is awesome all by itself. Wisdom knows my will. I know. I know. Wisdom knows my will, my ways, my ideas, my plans for the future. My blueprints, if my children who are called by my name would seek hard after wisdom, I would grant it to them. Now, remember, I said that wisdom is always chasing us. So we said it's easy. It's easy to find wisdom. Not if you're running away from it. You have to turn from your plants and from your ideas and for, from your fast-paced solutions, carnally thinking, you have to turn from that in the spirit realm and turn toward wisdom. Okay, that's what you have to that's do. That's awesome. So it is chasing you, but if you don't turn around and receive it. Well, you got it's right? chasing, so you, you got to turn around and get hit <laughs> right in the face <laughs> with some wisdom. And you go, yeah. you sort of go like, oh, wow, yeah, I get it. You know, I've had situations where people... Uh, I, I got to be careful how I say this. There, there's situations going on in their life that, in my opinion, shouldn't be there. And I want to pray for them correctly, and I want to minister to them correctly. And I'm like, Lord, why is this here going on in their life? And the Lord begins to show me things about them. I get wisdom. They're out of order, mm -hmm. or they're doing something or saying something, or there's things that aren't right. Doesn't mean they're evil or bad. But what, what I'm trying to say is God will give me that wisdom if you'll seek him for it, for others even, right, where right. you can know how to pray for that person. You know, I've had people come up to me and say, well, you know, I've got this disease, you know, at the church when I pray for people, I've got this disease or that disease. We got all these. And I know how to pray for that person because right. of the wisdom that God has given me over the years mm -hmm. and the people we've prayed for. Amen. <clears throat> you know right. what I mean? Correctly praying for them. That's good. So if my children who are called by my name would seek hard after wisdom, I would grant it to them. Wisdom would change their lives, transform their businesses, and rebuild all that was destroyed in the past. Wow, that's, you know, you would think, oh, I ruined that. What's done is done. No, not with God. If you start seeking his wisdom, he can turn all that around. And he will, and he can make it up. And you know, I, I just had a situation. I, I would, <laughs> I'm teaching on regret tonight. So I got all these things I'm regretting. And, and I'm like, oh, God, how can I teach on regret when I've got all this regret going on this afternoon? You know what I mean? 
And it was at this, the Lord gave me wisdom and he began to show me things that I did in my life. It's not so bad. Right. You know what I mean? You, you, so you didn't do it perfectly. You got to get the wisdom. Otherwise, you're going to stay there. And not only that, Al, wisdom is knowing that God's not looking at that bad stuff. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Well, it wasn't evil. It was right, just right, not I, good right, decisions. Right, right, right. I understand. Okay, so it transforms their businesses and rebuilds all that was destroyed in the past. Wisdom brings success and wealth. Wow. And instructs those who receive her how to handle that wealth and success. We've got a whole show coming up on that one. Wisdom doesn't leave those who receive her. All right, once you get that wisdom, you've got it in a particular situation. No, she stands beside them, gives them careful instructions, and guides them in the best way they should go. Wisdom is like your friend. So it, he goes on to say, seek wisdom. Seek my will and my plans for your life, and you will receive abundantly of all that I have. Is that amazing? That's in Donna Regis' yeah. book, The Glory of God Revealed. I had a situation where I had this older, much older lady who was very sickly and toward the end of her life. And when I would go in to pray with her or even visit her, um, <clears throat> it was like this cloud would come over you, and I would just be would come over you? Me, because she was so bad. I, and what I mean, by not a bad person, just so down and bitter and mean and miserable. It was awful. But I had to go do this as part of what God's called me to do. And one day I was walking in. I said, Lord, I, I, can't, I can't do this, Lord. Give me wisdom. And the Lord said, I want you to stand there and go like this and say, I put up a wall of protection between me and her. As I walked into the garage to visit her. Right. And I said, set that before me, Lord, and I protect me. And I went in, did what I had to do when I walked out, went home and I was fine. It was no, it didn't affect me. Right. Because I had, God gave me the wisdom to know what to say. Right. And instead right. of going in there and crying and moaning and, you know, what am I going to do? I can't do this anymore and all that. I just simply asked for the wisdom. Right. What do I say? Right. What do I do? This is terrible. That's good. And God gave it to me. That's awesome. And it doesn't leave because whenever I get involved in those situations now, in the future, I know what to do right away. I know to put Amen. a wall of protection. Amen. Amen. Well, you even learn how to prosper financially following God's wisdom. Yeah, well, you know, God showed me. Okay, the first thing God showed me when it comes to wisdom and finances was God doesn't want me poor. I had to get all of that thinking that's been out in the church for so many years. You need to be poor. You need to be broke. Yeah. And beat up. And then you're godly. God never wanted that for me or anybody. Right. He didn't want that. That was the first thing, learning how to prosper financially. And then by wisdom, he showed me to make certain moves in my life. Like, do this. This will work for you. Right, right. And I started this propane business. God showed me to start this propane business years ago. And I didn't really have enough money to get it started, but I had money and I got it going and it was small and it grew a little bit. And then God helped me to, to build it. And I, I had, I brought in a partner with somebody. God showed me, bring this guy in. He was great. And I prospered and was able to buy him out. Mm. And it was all mine now. And I, I grew this thing and grew this thing. And um, one day the Lord said, I want you to sell it. It's over. 
you know, and I went and I sold it for a ton of money. And it was all God's wisdom using, showing me how to financially prosper uh, using the wisdom he gave me. And it worked. That's right. Instead of, well, that's another thing with the poverty gospel, but I, I didn't believe that. I believed God wanted me blessed. But it doesn't fall out of the sky. You need the wisdom of God to that's know right. what to do. That's right. You know, I wish the money bag did fall out of the sky and hit me in the head, and I'm like, I'm done. That's what people want. They don't want to do anything. Yeah. They don't want to go to work. And that's another thing. I worked day and night. I never stopped. I was always working. And if I wasn't working, I was studying the Bible. But wow. that was the wisdom of God. Yeah. Showing me how to how to handle these things. And the Lord showed me how to manage it as it grew to a bigger business. I really didn't have the expertise of running right. something big. Right. And he showed me how to manage everything. Yes, he told yes. me <laughs> he told me one day, you gotta quit micromanaging every inch of this. <laughs> and I said, Oh, I have to micromanage. Those guys are wasting my money. And you know. You need wisdom. And, you know, that was another thing when the Lord told me to sell it. Mm -hmm. And when I sold it, I didn't take the money and spend it. I didn't do anything. I just left the money there until he told me what to do. That's right. wisdom. Right. Right. And you, then but I, it all requires waiting. Oh, God. That's what Lord, I'm saying. The you Lord know, loves waiting. I don't know what, what that is. This is what people don't like to do. But anyway. All right. all right. Let's go on to Proverbs 2, 1 to 5. My child, will you treasure my wisdom? I mean, God is asking you, do you treasure his wisdom? Then and only then will you acquire it. Wow. It's all on us. And, and only if you accept my advice and hide it within you will you succeed. You know, think about something that you own, that you treasure. Maybe something a loved one left you you know, or uh, before they died, or, or maybe something that somebody made you that's really special, that they took a lot of time, and they did it just for you, so you treasure it, or a ring that your grandmother left you, or whatever it might be. It doesn't need to be anything big, but it needs to have value to you, uh, something that is really special to you. You know, I remember, Al, when I was young, I was like, I was like maybe eight or ten. I don't oh even know God. if you know this. We were living in Brooklyn, New York, and it was Christmas time, and I asked for a Bible. And I got under the tree a Bible. You, I wish I had that thing today. Mm. It was just this big, but it was in a black leather case where you, uh, you know, had a snap on it mm. on the cover. Cool. I cannot tell you how I treasured that thing. I'm not even sure I read one word. What? But, well, I was 10. Oh, or okay. 12. But here's the thing. I wanted it for whatever reason. Maybe I was attending Catholic school at the time. Maybe they said something I don't even know. That thing, I treasured it like it was gold, you know, and I'm sure I looked through it and everything. In it, but I I'll never forget the feeling I had with that. That's, that's the kind of treasure it's talking about. And this is the way we need to treat the wisdom of God as special as that. Like you don't want to let it go. You want to protect it and keep yeah. it close to your heart. Yeah, you I'll, know? I'll tell you, you're so right. It's like, man, I got this and yes. I'm not letting go. I'm yes. not changing my mind and I'm not giving up. You know, I've been like in parties where there's a bunch of people all talking around and they, and I'm listening to them and I'm like, man, 
there's zero wisdom going on here. Now, I'm not saying they're bad people. It's just that God has given me so much wisdom and showed me so much. And I'm sitting there going, well, that's not going to work. And that's not going to work. Yesterday, I was in, uh, I was at my daughter's house. My other daughter was there. The husbands were there. Some other people were there. And they were all about the same age. And I just came over to see my little granddaughter because she was there, you know. And I thought I was going to spend the whole afternoon. And, I, and, I, and I'm playing with her. And they're all talking back and forth. Al, I didn't understand one thing they were talking about. There you go. They were laughing about everything I don't know from movies to the social media to this to to slang words to and they're all hysterical with each other and I'm going I don't know I'm thinking I'm watching this I go you know I just don't fit in here but the tr- the thing the truth about it is I operate in the wisdom of God in the presence of God so much they're not there yet but they are. Every one of them is an awesome Christian. They're moving on. But yes, still, I mean, they're young and they're into everything. And it's like, you guys, can't I connect. think I'm going home. You, you can't <laughs> connect with funny. them. <laughs> right, right. You're on two different levels of this whole thing. And right. you're like, you know what? I don't. I, but I, I was there. I got to go. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know? I, when I think of the things I did in the so early funny. days of my Christian life, I'm like, oh, my God. How could God have ever put up with me, you know? But what I'm trying to say, if you treat wisdom like a treasure, then it will work for you. But if you're careless and you're not serious about it and you're just flipping about it, things won't go right. And, you know, uh, look at what it says here uh, in verse 2. It says, train your heart to listen when I speak. You have to train your heart to listen. This is not just, you know, sometimes I say, well, I don't know if I heard from God. And other times I know for sure. But there's a training. You train your heart to listen and open your spirit wide to expand your discernment. And you need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and look look to him for answers and pray in tongues continually. Incline your ear to him. Be focused on him. You know, and the scripture says to cry out for comprehension and intercede for insight. And it says, if you keep seeking it like a man would seek for sterling silver, searching in hidden places for cherished cherished treasures, you're going to find it. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at VictoryLifeMinistries.org.